Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, brother-worshipping little sisters, cats acting like humans, adorably cute moments, and manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga View, episode 516. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga View. I'm your host, Zen. Saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast. You can find it at www.spyrocon.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various social media sites. Just type in S-B-R-A-K-N. You're not guaranteed to find us one way or the other. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications if you're watching on YouTube, and let's get to it. Because if you remember from the last episode, which was actually two days ago, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated that reviewing a kind of interesting manga, a different manga, a cute manga, that, well, let's get to it. It's a manga... That was written by Senko and published by Mag Gardens and brought over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. It was released in 2019 with in Mag 15 magazine. There are three volumes and it is a sentence series that is a comedy cats centric slice of life series that is known originally as Imoto Waneko or as we know it as over here. My Sister the Cat. This manga is pretty simple. The premise is we have Nakado. He is a young man who was adopted by his friend's family, and he has a new little sister. The only thing which is weird about his friend's family, or his mother's friend's family, is that they're all anthropomorphic cats. They walk around, they shop, and they talk. Well, kind of. See, his mother talks... His new stepfather doesn't talk, and now his little sister doesn't talk, she meows. And this is the story of a little sister who loves her big brother. And that's all it is. When we first meet her, she's actually bringing her big brother a present that she found in the sandbox. And what was this present? It was a rubber ball. And she's so proud that she's bringing her little bro- her big brother a present. And she's so excited, and she actually scooped it up in kindergarten and held it all day and waited at the front door because she loves her big brother. And she's so happy. And then later on, uh, when her brother's studying for school, she wants to play. So she has all these different toys. And you know the typical toys. Not like uh, badminton or dolls. No. They're cat toys. Like uh, futon beaters and rubber mouses and leathers on a string and laser pointers. And she even gets to the point where she'll actually bring... Toys to him which are not really toys, like bugs that cats play with, and it kind of horrifies him. Because she doesn't realize that he's not a cat, he's a human, and humans are different than cats. And this is essentially what it is. It's a bunch of shorts with the little sister being adorable and the big brother dealing with this. Some of them are simple, like her learning about voice uh, messaging and actually using video calling to call her big brother and try to feed him cookies because it's snack time and he's not there for snacks. Or later on, she wants to make him a bouquet in origami, but because she has paws, not mitts, she can't do that. So she has to learn how to make a painting, and she makes a picture for him, and she gives everyone pictures. And then another time, he wants to run a race to get her a bow. But is that going to happen? Well, we're not entirely sure, because he's a human, and humans are slower than cats. And that's all this is. This is literally just... A cute story about little tiny cat girl and her big human brother and all of this. Now, the pictures are adorable. There's so many cute moments. For example, the time when they find out about 
uh, all the filters on the camera. And so they're taking pictures of her looking like a gangster or horror with pigtails and all these really cute moments. Or later on, when she thinks he's mad at her because he didn't talk to her and he forgot to do the quote-unquote magic, which is petting her head. So she's all upset and angry. But when he pets her, she's perfectly normal again because she's a cat. But she's also kind of a little sister. It's kind of confusing and weird because it's a world where humans and anthropomorphic cats live in tandem, but the rules don't really make a lot of sense. It's the mom speaks perfect English, and there's other cat girls that are the little sister's age, uh, Naneko's age, who talk like a human. But then she just says meow, meowy, meow, meow, meow. And it's... <laughs> It's kind of weird, it's kind of dumb, but it's adorable, and I gotta say, it's memorable and just sweet in so many moments, but also it's kind of just, it's the same joke over and over again. It makes you feel really cute and really good, and that's the main thing about it. It's all I can really say about this manga is that it is cute, it is adorable, and, well, it's one of those ones that you just, you, you can't say it. I mean, the... Publication looks nice. It's really cute. You see that here is his little sister, Naneko. And he was renamed uh, Nekota because all the cats have Neko names. Except Dad, whose name is Dad. And Dad just smiles and nods. And it's just like little things like, hey, here's her with a filter looking like she's smoking a cigarette. And here's her when she wants hot milk because she saw it on Instagram. Or the most evil of all, when she gets into J-Idols and she wants to have the whole family involved in J-Idols. So it's all of them dressed up as J-Idol singers, the whole family. It's because Little Sister wants it. And like with most Little Sisters, what the Little Sister wants, everybody gets. And that's what the story is. It's just Little Sister wanting to do things. There is a poignant moment of him getting adopted after his mother dies, which is a beautiful moment of him not thinking anyone wants him. And the Little Sister and the family that adopts him, her mom's friends, who are all cats, want him. And it's a really wholesome moment. Now, besides that, there is nothing else to this story. The story is just a bunch of little vignettes of these things happening. If you like Shin-Chan, if you like any Forkoma story, that's what this is. Except it's not a Forkoma, it's a straight-up manga. And, well, your mileage may vary. You may love this, you may hate it. But that's what it is. And I really enjoy this, but for everybody else, I'm going to have to give this... Well, I'm going to give this one of our more unique ratings. I'm going to give it our second highest rating because it is pretty good. It's addictive. It's just, it's the same joke over and over again. It will get tiresome. But I give this our fourth rating, which is our second highest rating, uh, Borrow from a Friend, Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky. It's really good. It's just that it's the same joke over and over again. It's just that I kind of find it funny and I get the joke. And unlike the last episode where we talked about a set-in, which was, oh, it's the lighthearted part of life, but it gets really dramatic and kind of boring... This is just straight up, you can read it, put it down, get back to it later, and it doesn't get tired. It is the same joke, but it's a lot of fun, and it doesn't stop being funny. And if you're a cat owner, you'll get all the jokes. That's the big thing. If you're a cat owner, you'll love it. If you're not a cat owner, well, you're going to hate it. Uh, but if you agree with me or you disagree with me, let me know your thoughts. You can email me personally and at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or you can tweet me at Spirekin. And uh, leave a comment down below if you agree or disagree with these. And so with that in mind, let's actually get to the next part, which is the manga releases for the week. And these are all that came out on the 16th of May. So let's see what we got. 
First off, we've got 2.5 Dimensional Seduction, Volume 6. We've got Bakemonogatari, the manga, Volume 18. We've got Candy and Cigarettes, Volume 4. Chojin X, Volume 2. Dark Gathering, Volume 1. Demon Slayer Kimita no Yaiba, the official coloring book, Volume 2. Last Game, Volume 1, which I didn't think was going to come out until September, that got pushed for early release. Loner Life in Another World, the Light Novel, Volume 5. Marmalade Boy, the Collector's Edition, Volume 2. Number 6, Manga Omnibus, Volume 3, which is Volume 7 to 9 of the series. Obnoxious Hero-kun, the Complete Collection. Peach Boy Riverside, Volume 11. Remonster, Volume 6. Reincarnated as a Sword, the Light Novel, Volume 12. And Reincarnated as a Sword, Another Wish, Volume 4, and that's the manga. Again, we have another release of Shaman King Flowers, this time Volume 2. So, two weeks in a row we get it. The Girl I Like, Forgot Her Glasses, Volume 3. The Kingdom of Ruin, Volume 6. The Most Notorious Talker runs the World's Greatest Clan, the Light Novel, Volume 4, and the Manga, Volume 4. The Savior's Books, Cafe Story in Another World, Volume 5. Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 8. The Weakest Tamer Begins a Journey to Pick Up Trash, Volume 3. Twin Star Exorcist, Volume 28. When Will Ayumu Make His Move, Volume 11. And then last and certainly not least, we have Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, Volume 10. They're at Volume 10 of the series. And we got some great titles, some rough titles. And for me personally, the titles that stuck out the most this week were, and I quote, Candy and Cigarettes, Volume 4, Last Game, Volume 1. Marmalade Boy Volume 2, The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses Volume 3, and Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead Volume 10. So which ones are you most excited about? Let me know. Email me at zanspyrokin.com or tweet me at Spyrokin. And so before I forget, remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spyrokin. Help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And more importantly, I'd like to thank all everyone who's watching and listening because I appreciate each and every one of you. Every email I get, every comment that I receive gives me more inspiration to keep doing this podcast and more motivation to keep going because, honestly, I love doing this, and I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. We just celebrated our 15th anniversary, and we're going to keep going as long as we can. So if you enjoy what you hear, email me at zanspyrokin.com, tweet me at Spyrokin, or let me know your thoughts on what we're going to do. Also, I will be at Animazement in two weeks. So if you're going to be there in Raleigh, North Carolina, check me out, say hi. And so, with that in mind, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except a substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to assign a manga top to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin the wheel, whatever number it lands on. That's the manga that I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 517. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? So in the next episode, episode 517, we're going to be reviewing Shonen Shoha.
or sorry, Shoha Shonen, the story of a boy who wants to become a comedian. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. But I digress. So as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. See you later.